This is Jesse Shrek with PracticalMissions.com and the Practical Missions Podcast, giving insight into church planning missions in postmodern culture and giving updates about our ministry and the opportunities that you have to get involved personally to make an eternal impact for the gospel in Italy. Hello everyone, this is Jesse in Italy again, and just wanted to give an update here about uh, a project that we're doing in order to reach the lost, make disciples, and plant churches here in North Italy. And I mentioned in some past episodes what we're calling the Why Campaign, which in Italian is Perché, Why, and uh, the reason behind it, how we got started with this idea, where we're going with the idea, etc., and uh, we're now moving from phase one into phase two, three here as we begin to uh, unfold this project and use it uh, as a means to reach the lost in postmodern Italy. Uh, so just a short recap, and then I want to state, uh, re- recast the vision for what we're doing with this and why and how it's working, uh, and then show you how you can be involved in it, and also perhaps how this idea is useful to you wherever you're at uh, in the States, uh, which is not yet a postmodern culture, but it's becoming postmodern in a certain extent. Uh, even though there's a large, a very large evangelical presence in the States, nonetheless, the mentality is changing uh, to that postmodern kind of thought, uh, where everyone decides their own absolutes, their own, there is no absolute, that everyone is right, everyone, whatever you, whatever's good for you is good for me, and that whole kind of idea, and the Bible cannot be trusted. We can't really know anything uh, free-for-all, basically do-what-you-want kind of mentality. So that is growing more in the States, and this can be useful also for whatever you might be doing in the States in regards to reaching the lost. So, yeah, to recap, we started uh, back in September with this idea. Our team, as we gather for our weekly uh, prayer and revival time, it occurred to us we need to uh, reevaluate some of the methods we're using to reach the lost. We don't want to be those kind of people who are speaking and saying something but people are totally not understanding and it's going out one ear, in one ear, out the other kind of thing. Uh, fully un- understanding also the idea that God is the one who opens ears, God is the one who opens eyes. It's a work entirely of Jesus Christ the Savior through the Holy Spirit to save someone, cause them to be born again, etc. But still, to get their ear, to get the gospel into their heart, into their mind, are we are we actually arriving at that level? And on a one-on-one basis, yes, we are as we present the gospel, but in an overall, on a large scale... The average person here being postmodern, not even caring about what the gospel is, if they're going to hell or not, uh, the total apathy kind of idea that these guys are embracing, uh, the fact that that's the, the common situation in the average person here in North Italy, we realized, okay, we need to bridge the gap. We need to do something to get between them and God. If we say God, if we say Jesus, it triggers in their mind a whole list of wrong thoughts, wrong ideas, and they're turned off about it. We always joke here, and it's not a joke, it's actually quite sad and serious, but if you need to clear out a room of people anywhere in North Italy or in Italy in general, all you have to do is mention Jesus or mention God and the room will just leave. Everybody will go away. And that's a sad reality, which is basically true here. Uh, As we do our mime ministry in the piazzas, we often step forward, present the gospel, and someone is often too quick to say God or Jesus, and then as soon as they do, the crowd just disappears because of spiritual abuse here that they've experienced. 
the average person that hears anything about God or Jesus, either it's from a, a priest who actually tries to do his job, and they don't all, hmm? or it's from a Jehovah Witness or a Mormon. That's the reality here. They don't know what an evangelical Christian actually is. They don't know what a true Christ follower actually looks like. Uh, so we have that kind of mentality here, and it's a distance between us and them. We're having trouble reaching the people because of that, and their idea of then coming to church is hard for them to understand also because of that. Uh, so what do we do? Uh, we gather in prayer. We had this idea. Let's let's create a little bit of a buzz. Let's throw some questions out there. And we got uh, posters made, all black, with white lettering, and it said, Perché? Why? With a question mark. And then we made our own little logo with a question mark, uneven, not proper form, down in the bottom corner. And with that, we then uh, had these posters put up all over town. We printed off our own tracks, distributed them all over town about eight to 10,000. Uh, and there's no link here. There's no, nobody knows who it's from, what it's about. It's just anonymous. So we created a little bit of a buzz. The newspaper people contacted us. A couple of them wanted to know what's going on. We continued to remain anonymous, told them more will be revealed later. And it served its purpose. It created a buzz. Almost everybody in the city uh, saw these posters because they were everywhere. After that poster was done, it was up for about 20 days. Uh, the next month, probably it was uh, October and November, we had another poster made, which we put up again, all black, white lettering, and this one said, Perque, dot, 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 why, dot, 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 and then scattered all over the poster was a list of questions to say, why am I not satisfied, for example, and it was in a font as if it's chalk, as if somebody wrote it on there, why do I live, why are things not better, why do we suffer? Why do I feel empty? Why is there suffering? Why am I seeking but never finding? Why do I not have love? And a few others. These are the kind of questions we propose, that we put out there, to get people thinking about these kind of questions. And I know personally from my experience, any sermon I ever preach, always at the top, is the why. I have that actually written on there, and I've been doing this for years. What is the purpose of what I'm saying? Why am I doing what I'm doing? And then underneath that why, I always have written, I love God, number one. That, one's, that is what I want to be my motivation for whatever I do. I'm doing this out of love for God. And as Christians, that's a reminder for all of us, we should all be doing whatever we do out of love for God, first of all. This whole campaign is out of love for God. We care about the lost. We want to find sheep, make disciples, obey Jesus, etc. Uh, but these kind of questions, this why question is important for anyone and everybody. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you listening to this today? Why are you working where you work? Why are you complaining when God is sovereign and He loves you and uh, He is for you so nothing is against you, no one can be against you? Why are you worried when He promised He will care for you and give you all that you need? Why? why? We need to always ask this question, why? So we're helping the people here in our city, Pordenone, to ask the question, why also? Uh, too easily with this apathy mindset, they're led to just... Don't ask any of the deep questions of life. Just go through the through the course, do whatever you got to do, go to school, go to college, etc. But uh, what most people don't realize about Italy today is it's suffering uh, economically quite drastically. Businesses are shutting down here in drastic number. Uh, we just took a walk, Jerry V and I, through town this afternoon, and it's surprising how many stores are literally just closed down. Every day, more and more stores close down in Italy. The economy is crumbling. It's crashing. You've probably heard about it on the news over in the States. Europe is a little frustrated with Italy because they're not producing like they ought to. They have so much uh, economic problems in regards to government, constantly changing councils and governments and things. 
I don't know how many times since after the war when they established a government. I think over 50 times they've changed the government council and all that. Uh, and on top of that, there's mafia or infiltration in there. Everything's kind of corrupt. Extremely high taxes, not 6% like in this state. It's 22 or 23% here. Uh, so just a whole lot of things that make it really complicated. And the average Italian is really, really, really frustrated with his country and with the leadership of his country today. And had the leaders asked this question, why, which is even one of the questions on the poster, why can the politicians not manage our country? But had they asked himself why in what they do, perhaps Italy would be in a different situation today. It wouldn't be crumbling as it is economically. And perhaps had these priests asked themselves why in the past generations, as the gospel was lost in Italy and false doctrine came in and took over, perhaps had people asked that why, they would have not uh, it would not be in the spiritual condition that it's in today with less than 1% evangelical, 0% Christian. Um, definitely an important question, the why one. So the second question proposed a whole bunch of whys. We also created a website with the help of uh, one of our guys, Jared, in the church, who's from the U.S. Air Base nearby, but an active member, he and his wife in our church. They created a website, uh, perquepordenone.it. Why Pordenone.it? And we have a site on there which is really simple, really basic, shows one of the posters, offers a free booklet which we drafted up, translated, had corrected, had printed, and we're giving out for free right now, which is part of what we're in. We're in phase two and three. I'll explain that in a minute. Uh, and then we had a third poster after this one come out, the final poster, and it says Scopri Perché. Find out why. And then underneath is the, is the website, along with uh, one of those things you can scan with your cell phone to uh, go directly to the site. So the final poster, uh, we also found some favor with Hall when we have to pay to get these put up. And uh, the max you can do is 20 days. The town Hall, for whatever reason, they kind of liked me and they kind of liked what we were doing. I mentioned to them, uh, they asked, what's the purpose of all this? What are you guys doing with these posters, these anonymous things? And I mentioned how people in, the, in other, other parts of Italy like uh, Satanist groups or atheist groups actually put up the word uh, Dio with an X over the D. Dio would be God. So if you imagine an X over the D so that it says Eo. Eo means I. They canceled out God to make more room for themselves. Uh, what we all do as fallen creatures until we are made new by the grace of Jesus Christ. Uh, so I shared how they did that and we want to speak up also and uh, let the gospel be heard. Let good news be heard. There's no need to fear talking about God. And um, so that's, they liked it. And for whatever reason, they kept our posters up an additional 20 days. The max you can pay for is 20. Our, we paid for 20 days. They were up 20 days. And then they let it stay up an additional 20 days for free. Incredible thing. They let that happen for us. So their posters had extra time during this holiday season to stay up in the visibility of all the people here in the city. So our first phase is now over. We made the buzz. Uh, we created the buzz. We got people thinking. A handful have written in, received the booklet. Over 100 have now listened to the first chapter of the book online. Uh, we had one of the church members uh, read it out loud as we recorded it. Made that available online. I'm still working on developing some of the answers to the questions to put onto the website also. Uh, but now we're stepping into the second and third phase. What is the second and third phase? Basically, we want to continue providing answers. We want to continue providing them with the gospel and above all, bridge the gap between the people and the church. So these questions that show real-life questions, real-life things we all have to in, ask ourselves and embrace every day, these realities of life, and then showing how Jesus has the answer to all those questions. 
We demonstrate what that problem is, how sin has ruined everything, and how there is a solution to all these problems, one person at a time. The politics, for example, cannot politicians cannot take care of the country here. What would happen if one by one each of them met Jesus Christ and followed Jesus, repented, born again, and now living to honor God? Hmm. Ah, uh, yeah, that's interesting. So if if they would actually follow what Jesus said and do what He does, maybe things would be a little different. Of course. Uh, so we're bridging that gap. There's no longer a question of okay, God and and Jesus and church. That's stuff over here. But then the daily life is something over here on the right. We're bridging the gap where they're showing how, no, they're one and two. Jesus wants whole heart abandonment to him, not just a Sunday kind of thing um, when you go to church. So the website right now is, uh, we have a request on there for the booklet. Okay, people go to the website, they see they can order the booklet for free, have it delivered or meet and pick it up. They can listen to some of the answers from the questions, which pray for me on that. I need to work on that still. Uh, they need to. They can read answers to the questions. In the future, we hope to add on here gospel presentations, videos where they can watch uh, from people Italians who can present the gospel well. And then there'll be news of different events that we're going to be doing, which is a part of the third phase. So the third phase uh, once is for us to continue to grow in awareness, continue providing answers in the gospel. But we do this by being involved publicly on the streets here in our city. So phase one is getting the posters out, creating the awareness. Phase two, we get the website up and going. We got people interacting with it, coming to visit it, getting their booklets for free, etc. And now we want to do events. Why events? Perché events? Uh, we're in the process here, and here's where I need your help. I need your participation. We as a team over here, we need your help and participation. We need to get t-shirts ordered with our Perché logo on it and uh, the question why Perché on it. Uh, either t-shirts, hats, uh Something like that, so we can rec- people can recognize when we're out in the town square who we are as we're evangelizing. Uh, we want to get a, a book table set up now in the piazza in the town square for uh, Saturdays, maybe when the market is going on, or Saturday afternoons when the people are out walking around, or even events like something we call here uh, Incontriamoci a Pordenone. It's an event that they do in the fall and in the spring. Let's meet in Pordenone is what it's called. And they set up, everyone who wants to sets up their tables, uh, their products, local products from the area, etc. And uh, the kids have, there's things for the kids, balloons, games, etc. And then adults, all the families come out and just walk around Pordenone. Huge event here. And so we want to get ourselves in there. We need to go to the local authorities here, find out what's involved, pay whatever's necessary, get ourselves a table, which we can use at the book table also. And then a table here, a banner, something, so we can set up there all wearing our black t-shirt with the white thing and let people write in their questions and drop them in a box. Let them take free booklets. A lot of these people want the booklet. They saw the website. They're intrigued, but since they're apathetic and, you know, it takes effort, they don't want to order the book. So when we put ourselves out there, we're hoping, okay, now, just take it. Go ahead, you know, have a good time. Read. Let us know next time what you think about that. Just to get out there and make a presence. And then we're going to start doing track distributions and surveys also. What does that mean? That means uh, when the markets are going on, we're going to go downtown with our t-shirt on or whatever it is and have uh, either tracks, short tracks regarding these why questions uh, or surveys. And then we engage the people. Just strike up conversations. So now in phase three, we're going to start actually evangelizing through this method. Bridging the gap between the people and Jesus people in the church, the people in us. That's the idea. Um, so we share all that with you. 
how it started, how it got to where it's at today, the fact that we're in a new phase here and we need your help because we want you to help through your prayers. Uh, we can guarantee you that it is the prayers of you guys, our supporters, uh, and I speak on behalf of all of us missionaries here in Italy, uh, you supporters praying for us, having us in your hearts, knowing what's going on, the things we're doing like this campaign, praying for us on a daily basis is what gives us the energy, the power, and the grace to do the impossible here. As missionaries in Italy, basically we're walking on water, uh, literally. If we take our eyes off Jesus for a second, we begin to sink. Uh, but with all the fatigue, all the struggle, and then all the uh, burocrazia, we call it here, in Italy, trying to do paperwork and all that kind of stuff, it's easy to, to, to lose focus, but your prayers empower us. God uses those to keep us focused, to give us divine appointments with people every day so we can have open doors and evangelize and get the gospel to people on a regular basis uh, and make an impact to change Italy forever. Uh, so please do that. Continue joining us in prayer. Pray for us daily in regards to this. This is just one thing we're doing. It's not the only thing we're doing. We have our regular track distributions going on. We have our English courses, which are about to start up again, where we bless people. But It's like a mercy kind of ministry. Help them to improve their Italian. Help them to uh, um, get better at speak or help them improve their English. Sorry, not Italian. Obviously, they speak good Italian, better than we do. Uh, help them with their English. We do these classes for free, build friendships with them, get to know them, get into their life and get them the gospel, get them to meet Jesus. Uh, and then we have uh, different dinners going on and events, things like this. So all these different things together, uh, we need your prayers. But this is one in particular we want you to pray for on a regular basis now, this Perche campaign, the Y campaign, the evangelism aspect of it. Now is when it gets exciting. Now we get to actually engage people um, and your prayers will help us to do that. Uh, and the last thing I would say is... Um, yeah, besides praying for us uh, so that people meet Jesus through these events and efforts, uh, we would encourage you to think about how perhaps this or something like this you could be doing wherever you're at. Whatever your cir- circumstance is back in the States or wherever you're at, uh, understanding your context is the big idea. We don't want to be those kind of people who say stuff, but people just don't get it. They're not hearing you. They're not. You're not even gaining their ear. I remember one time already saved, already converted, back in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and I went to, uh, there's like a National Prayer Day or something. People were gathered to pray together for the city, etc. I went to check it out. I'm a young convert, but I'm born again. I'm committed. I was actually becoming a missionary at that point. And I remember a guy uh, tried to evangelize me. You know, he handed me these corny little tracks. Better than nothing. It's good. He's evangelizing. But I said, yeah, I'm already a Christian, born again. I'm actually a missionary. The guy was so into what he was doing, he wasn't even listening to me. He wasn't even interested in what I just said. And he like continued to evangelize just to make sure, you know, I understand the gospel. I said, hey, I'm sorry to tell you, man, but I, I'm born again. I love Jesus. He's my life. I'm actually a missionary. Try those guys over there. Try to evangelize them. I think they might need to know Jesus still. Uh, but it took him a while to actually get what I was saying because he was so focused on what he was doing. He was one of these guys not giving good understanding into his context to whom he's talking to. And we can all do that. We're all victims of this in some way. But let this, uh, what we're doing here, perhaps be an encouragement to you. Reconsider what you're doing. Maybe it's good. Keep doing it. But maybe you need to give part of your time to a different kind of outreach to reach the lost. Uh, there's a lot of people out wherever you're at that need to know Jesus and been told wrong things about Him, wrong things about Christianity. And uh, it's too easy, too common that we go and try to reach them with, uh, without considering uh, their experience, where they're at, and what it would take for them to actually hear the gospel to actually open their ear and their heart to hear 
how it affects everyday life. Uh, so that's all. Just something to think about. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks for your support. And God bless you guys. We hope to send out another uh, update soon in regards to this event or this campaign, uh, how it's going and, and how your prayers have been answered through it, how people have met Jesus through it. God bless you. Take care. Thank you for listening to Practical Missions Podcast with Jesse Shrek. I serve as a full-time church planning missionary with Saints Equipped to Evangelize in North Italy. I also promote biblical or practical missions through the website practicalmissions.com. This is in order to help our supporters and all onlookers to gain perspective on missions, missional living, supporting missions, and church planning in postmodern culture. For more information, visit practicalmissions.com. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the Church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.